So you want to build a house. Welcome to the podcast by Statera Homes. I'm Scott Daly, and I'm here with my co-host, Jackie Kovaleski. Hello. We are so glad to be here in this episode. This is, yeah. uh, it's been a while. If you look, of course, if you're listening, if you're just binging us, right. you don't realize that there's been a substantial lapse in time. Yeah. From our the last podcast we had until this one. Right. Thank you for binging us, by yes. the way. That's great. That's you lucky listener. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and a lot of that is because these were recorded in 2020, and we've already, and 2020 is not a year anyone. They know. They know. They know. Right. We don't even have to hey, explain it. Can the you reason why it? it's been a couple of months, it's 2020. Yeah, there we Next. go. Next Topic. On to the next thing. All right. Actually, what are we talking about? So today we're talking about downsizing, which is also yeah. kind of a um, a small part of relocation. Sure. Right? So a lot of people that listen to our podcast are thinking about moving mm -hmm. from where they live to maybe Delaware or just relocating to a new area in general because a lot of these principles that we talk about in our podcast are, are applicable whether you're going to Delaware or not. Yeah. Uh, and so... When you're starting to think about relocating, then all of a sudden you got to figure, well, okay, I, I've learned the where, now it's the what. What am I going to live in? And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about. But before we get into some specifics about housing, houses, home design, things mm -hmm. like that, because yep. that's what we talk about, we want to talk about this idea of downsizing. Yes. Um, and so there are some other things to consider. And so Jackie is going to just break down. She's just going to drop some knowledge right on you. Yeah. Um, you want me to go? So what you don't know about Jackie is she's very organized and methodical. And so she is great uh, for things like this because there are a lot of moving pieces that come with a relocation. And even more when you decide, hey, I'm going to relocate and I'm going to downsize. But right. a lot of times relocation comes at a season in life. Yes. Where downsizing makes sense, right? I had mm -hmm. kids. I live in this house. I raised my kids in this house. My kids are gone. Mm -hmm. Thank God <laughs> they, they don't come back uh, except to visit. They don't live with me anymore. And so I had a house in a location that was a perfect fit for one season. But now I'm entering a different season, and I don't know if this is a good fit. But I don't want to have a space in my new season that was built for my old Makes season sense. and Makes so sense. how do i think through that so jackie give us a framework so we're gonna we're gonna start at ten thousand feet we're gonna right. get granular here very quickly but yes. we're gonna start at ten thousand feet jackie help us understand how we can mentally and emotionally prepare for downsizing all right so there are just so many factors to consider i'm gonna try and make it nice and simple i'm gonna talk very slow i don't believe that Okay, one of those things I can promise. Right. Here we go. So I made sort of a list because I thought, you know, when you when you move, you get all excited. You want to focus on where you're going. Um, and you might need to take a little step back and consider uh, what you can do to make your process of moving a little bit easier before you even get started on designing your new space. Um, so when you move, you have to consider things like money and family and friends and animals and oh neighbors and other family or adult children and everyone has an opinion um Don't not they? to mention you have one right um and so when you consider 
all of those things, it can just be too much. And a great way to deal with that is to, and one of my favorite things to do, is make a list. She it loves might lists. sound silly, but uh, if you consider money as one topic and you look into what can I afford, what moves do I want to do, we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Um, maybe just read into the taxes that you're going to have to encounter and just educate yourself, make yourself a little bit more confident in that area. And then maybe tell your adult children, this is what I'm thinking, have that conversation, but space these things out so they all don't happen at one time. And then when it comes time to decide on your new season of life, you already have those things in order and you know what f all those factors are are ultimately leading to one sound decision. You don't want to make your decision and then try and rationalize right. after the fact. Because a lot of people are sitting there thinking the biggest fear they have is, am I doing the wrong thing? Right. So take all those factors into account first, see what makes sense for them, right. and then make your decision. And then it gives you the confidence that the yeah. decision where you land is the right place. That is methodical and effective, Jackie. Right. Well, also... Thinking about those things gives yourself an opportunity to come to peace with that decision, right? It right. takes a little bit of anxiety away from a big purchase, which is really what this is. Right, but this is a life change. Yeah. This isn't just a purchase. I mean, it's an expensive well, purchase. Sure. But it's a life change. It's a whole life change. Right. Okay. So now on to something uh, a little more minor, but everyone seems to have this issue, is you have a lot of stuff stuff right don't you have a lot of stuff oh my gosh can you name one random thing in your house that you just know you could get rid of right away well i have um a chicken suit right i, I have a dinosaur purse although i kind of want to keep it well, what's the I'm, wrong with I us mean, why I do we do that so it's a loaded question because yeah i could get rid of the chicken suit but uh -huh. i'm absolutely not exactly there are things but there are other things Okay, right. that you can get rid like of. My like my daughter's shoes right. from high school. Right. Eight water bottles that you don't even know where the tops are. Right. An old have you been chair. In my <laughs> an accent chair that you have in some room or a closet, whatever. So it's not really spring cleaning. It's more of uh, it's more in depth than that. It's really what am I gonna use in my new home? What can my adult children take away? What can I donate? What can right. I sell? The answer is nothing on the adult Full children. Full cleaning. No. They never. Well, I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> right. I don't either. I have adult I children. I have might be their stuff that in my house. We and it's not we're not the expert on that. Right. That's something you're going to have to figure out for right. yourself. I'm sorry to tell you. So uh, the analogy, so we're working with a season analogy. Sure. Right. And so the analogy is this, is that you, know, you want to have what's appropriate for that season. Yes. Right. So as I go from, say, winter to spring, and in winter, I'm always cold, so I wear a ton of very thick clothing. And mm -hmm. at some point in spring, um, the weather doesn't accommodate that clothing anymore. And so then I have options. And my options are either to change the weather, i.e. Uh, make sure that my house stays cold and I don't go outside and so I can still wear my winter clothes mm -hmm. that I have in the springtime and going into the summer when it's too warm. Or that's one option. The other option is I change the clothes to fit the season. Sure. So the analogy is this, like, so you're going into a new season of your life mm -hmm. and, you know, this season has advantages and disadvantages. But if you're thinking that you need the same level of stuff and the same type of space that you had in the previous season of your life, 
um, then you need to get out one of Jackie's lists right. and you need to fix that. It's not likely. That's right. This right. is a different season. And because right. this is a different season, uh, you know, one of the things that probably doesn't need to be very present in this season is all the stuff. Right. And so just continuing on that analogy, all the things I mentioned before, the money, the family, the friends, pets, all things you need to consider in the season you're in and then see if those match the season you're going into. These are all things you can right. do before you move into your so house. So I can just say my these children right. no longer fit the season. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But so in all, you don't want to be in your new home and trying to deal with that. You want all your energy. You want to be excited about your new home. You already want to deal with that stuff before you get to that point. Make right. sense? Right. Okay. So moving on. Now, we, we kind of have the emotional aspect. We touched, mm, I don't know if it's down pat, but we touched on it. Right. Okay? Now we need to touch on the financial downsizing aspect. Okay. Right? That's what it's called. You can air quote that if you want. The most common reason for downsizing is retirement. Would you agree? Sure. Okay, great. You agree with the internet, the, um, especially in this area. So it's likely people are dealing with some sort of fixed income and they might want to sort of make the most of it. And there's an opportunity when it comes to downsizing financially. So you might be looking to have a smaller mortgage or no mortgage, take that equity built up in an old house, put it into other investment vehicles like IRA, et cetera. So these are things that you really should look into, again, before you make this decision. Right. You know, just to prepare. What are your options Make yourself feel more confident in what you're going to decide. It doesn't hurt to look it up. Right. And those are challenging, uncomfortable yeah. conversations. They, you know, so you, you have to understand that what, uh, what we're talking about here, we know this is not easy, but it's a lot easier to have these conversations on the front end. Sure. Um, Absolutely. Than it is to have them later. Uh, you know, so a lot of people are moving out of high tax areas mm-hmm. uh, and coming to Southern Delaware, and and they don't they didn't mind paying the taxes because a lot of those taxes fund very good public schools. Right. But once your kids get out of the public schools, you're thinking, what am I paying for this for? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's a huge uh, impact. Is is you know, and they want to say, I want to stay on a fixed. Uh, cost of living so that Mm -hmm. I can understand that, you know, in the reality of the modern uh, stock market, the stock market tends to have gigantic fluctuations now, and that's just the way it goes. And I want to be able to like sleep at night. Right. While this is all happening. Right. So, so it's just another thing to consider before you even move. Okay. Okay. So now we've talked about the emotional aspect. We've talked about the financial aspect. What else should we talk about, Jackie? I don't know. I think you have some sort of theology behind Form follows function. Form follows. I love that. Hopefully that's not the first time you've heard that because you started listening to some of our other podcasts because you're binging. Way to go. Right. Lucky you. Kudos. And uh, you understand that now we're going to talk about the space that you're going to occupy when you move down here. Yes. And so this is the house you live in, whether it's an apartment style house or a townhouse or whatever it is, is, is hugely important and different because it needs to fit your life in a way that um, your life is different now, assuming you're coming down here and re- you're retiring and you're downsizing. So you're talking about a house that does not necessarily have to att- accommodate anyone besides the two of you on a long-term basis. Right, and you might not even know what that looks like. Right, but you also might want to, 
you have to think about some uncomfortable things on the back end. That yeah. it, that the hopefully I stay healthy forever. But the reality is, as we all know, and if you're retiring, you've dealt with your parents probably, and you've watched the declining health. Mm-hmm. And I got bad news for you. That's coming for all right. of us. You know, my dad told me not to get old. I just and he's right. I just haven't figured out how to pull it off. Well, so yeah, the alternative isn't that great. The alternative is probably worse. So you want to even think through, okay, I could be in this house for mm-hmm. decades, decades. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, and so I needed to fit uh, a season of life. I needed to fit. Uh, and I know some things about this season of life, right? I'm not going to get any younger. I'm not going to get more mobile. I'm not getting uh, healthier in sure. a sense. And so I want to think through how do I accommodate that? I'm going to have other expenses later on in my life that are big Right. Expenses. It's just like being that. smart. And specifically, right. a great example is some people uh, make a point to have wider doorways. Right. Or or they consider accessibility of storage in their kitchen or their bathrooms. It right. Simple little things that um, could really extend um, right. the use of yeah. your home. Absolutely. It all matters. So so this is the, the principle... Um, that I learned in high school that you'll have to look and listen to an older podcast to to know that, but it's the form follows function. And so so you have to really define on the function. So not only is this house going to accommodate me in a very different season of life than I've had before, but it's also going to accommodate me probably more, mm-hmm. meaning I'm not necessarily going to work full-time while I'm here. Uh, I might be working remotely while I'm here if I am working full-time. I'm going to be in this house, in this space, a lot more than I've maybe been in the house that I bought when my family was young, and all we ever seemed to do was eat and sleep there. Right. All of a sudden, <laughs> you know, because the kids were going in 14 different directions and you just wanted to try to get dinner on the table and you're working and you're commuting and all those other things. Well, now none of that's true. And so all of a sudden the space uh, takes on a whole different form, Riley, because it has um, a different function. And so one of the things we want to do that we're trying to be very practical here is ask you how go through your current house and ask yourself this question. What parts of the house do you actually use? Right. And so that's one of the critical steps in how to downsize is to start with that question because most people are actually shocked when they really, really, really think about it and they realize the amount of the percentage or the square footage or the number of rooms, however you want to quantify that, uh, is incredibly small relative to the size of their house right. for the, what they actually use, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so my wife and I, we are empty nesters. Our kids are out. And we literally go in four rooms. Kitchen, living room, bedroom, bathroom. That's it. And, that, and so we have a house that is probably three times bigger than mm-hmm. the space we actually use. Yeah. And so... That's why having that conversation says, okay, so here are the essential spaces. And that's going to factor in for two things. It's going to factor into the size of the house, and then it's going to factor in to the features right. that are there. Right? So, like, my wife and I were some of the only people in the world that I know. We don't have a TV in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And we just never did. Somebody told us when we were getting married, don't put a TV in the bedroom for the first year. Mm-hmm. So you, you, and we just, so that was many, many years ago, and now we don't. We don't have a TV. So we have one TV in the house. So we don't spend any time in our bedroom. So not only do we have those four essential rooms, but the reality is, is the bedroom and the master bathroom aren't even that important. So now we're down to two rooms, the kitchen and the family room or the great room. And those are the rooms 
So, and for us in the summertime and a lot of the fall and even some of the spring, it's the back porch. Right. Outdoor living. Outdoor but living. But that is an incredibly small space relative to the rest of the house. And that's the conversation. Hey, what do we actually use? Mm-hmm. And that's going to help you downsize because you might be looking at your house and it's 3,000 square feet and you're thinking, how do I make it any smaller? Right. And even your outdoors, outdoor space, outdoor living. Right. You don't want, you, well, I don't want to speak for everyone, but you might not want a big yard. You might not even want a lot to garden. Right. Or maybe you, maybe garden's going to become that's a right. hobby and you want less grass. And, you know, it's right. just something but to it's consider. It's a lot. It's something to consider, but it helps right. you start to understand the size of the space. Uh that you need right and this is all um it's good to point out we have an uh episode one is new versus used homes right so while a new home is going to be it's going to be more expensive it just is um you're just a lot more likely to be able to design the space for your forever home in a new home i mean if you can get a used home with all your things that you need i mean great right um but you have to go through the process and make the list and make the decision that's right for you. Right. And make sure you're getting what you want out of it. Right. Because that, you know, that, and that's one of the key differences. Because you might think, oh, well, we'll just get, we'll buy a used home, we'll right. save a little bit of money, and then we'll do some renovating. Well, now you're talking about doing renovations in a town that isn't your town. You don't know the plumber, you right. don't know the electrician. And yes, you can get referrals. But sure. again, a lot of it is just that season of life of, hey, it might cost a little more money. In fact, it will. Mm-hmm. Buying a new house is going to cost more money than buying a used house. But I'm going to get the house I want. It's going to be done the way I want. And when I move in, I just get to start enjoying this season of life instead of prepping for this season sure. of life. So, um, you know, that is something. So, you know, we talked about even the, also talked about the future seasons. And like you talked about, what when you talk about that door width. Yes thing what can you expand on like i've never really thought about how wide my doors are in my house right well so if you're considering your mobility in the future you know if you have to be in a wheelchair it happens um sure. then that's already built in for you it doesn't really take up much more space for the the way you're living like the door is planned out in the plan right regardless um so just expanding it a couple inches could make a big difference um of you living in your house a few more years in a wheelchair as opposed to having to make other living arrangements right you know you might not be ready to move out so so it's a worthwhile question to say how can i age in this house right and is how can this house accommodate me when i need it to accommodate me sure and one of the things the cool things that we do i i kind of realized this i want to say about last year, we were designing a home for a man that wanted to consider uh, accommodating a ramp in his garage. Right. So he wanted enough room for his car and to be able to put a ramp in. He wanted, you know, the, r- the right amount of slope. You know, there's some things you need to consider. But sure. we were able to do that for him. And I thought that was really smart. I th- that was pretty cool. Right. And I think that's a little morbid and people are scared of that. But I think... It a lot is, of it, but that's that season of life is coming, right. and being able to stay in your home allows your quality of life right what uh, yeah. to be much better than if you have to like you said make other living arrangements. Right. So. What's more tragic, having to move out of the house that you designed a little bit sooner because you didn't make that right. small little change? I mean, d- does it cost? Anything? I mean, I don't know if it costs extra. It can cost know? a ton to retrofit. So if you okay. so well, so yeah. Okay. The practical reality is is 
when you're looking at a new space to buy that's your retirement home that you're downsizing, whatever it is to think about, you know, what is, if I have limited mobility, how does this house live? Mm-hmm. And if it, and, and if you don't know, if, especially if you're looking at new construction, that's something you want to ask the builder. Hey, right. are that, are, are there any accommodations that are already designed in this house for yeah. someone with restricted mobility? Right. My question so. is when you go to plan your house, how much more? I, I'm. You can't give me a number, but okay. it's probably worth the cost, right? Just to open the doors a little and it almost certainly it. is. Yeah. And so okay. it's to Tara like you're going to get a three foot wide uh, doors through the master suite, and one of the entry doors is going to be three foot wide. So there's no modifications uh, that are going to be required for that kind of ability. You're going to get a higher toilet, like an ADA height. They call it comfort height toilet. You're going to get a comfort height vanity. Things that are already designed in the space. Uh, for someone with restricted mobility. Right. Uh, there's also going to be enough wood in the walls that if you have to add grab rails mm-hmm. into showers and things like that. And that doesn't hurt resale. It doesn't hurt resale. Yeah. And it's just smart, and it's it basically costs you nothing if you're building new and you plan right. for it. Tough so let's, conversations. So let's have some more tough conversations, right? Because we're talking about downsizing. Downsizing means stuff has to go. And some of, you know, whether it's the size of our house that we love, the big house, whether it's all the stuff in our big house that we love, we're already talking about it. So let's talk about okay. budget. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So we just want to give you a few pointers uh, about walking through here. So let's just talk again, like gigantic master suites. Okay. All right. So one of the things, if you're looking at new construction, you're going to find out is that the, the owner's bedrooms and the owner's suites of the model home for the builder are usually just these expansive, beautiful things. Because sure. they know the person who is making the decision about whether to buy that house or not is going to be probably living in that room. Uh-huh. The question is, are you one of those people? Right. So, like, take gigantic whirlpool tubs in owner's baths. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anybody that really uses them. They always, oh, I'm going to use that. But then, oh, yeah, it takes an hour to fill. Uh, and then right. I got to clean it. And so, yeah, I never use it. You know, when I was little, that was one of my chores was to dust and clean out the jacuzzi in my parents' suite. Right. And it was dust because always. they never used it. And I never, I always had to do it. It's right. not like someone used it. So don't take the bait and think that that's a thing. Because for most people, again, we talk about bedrooms. And if you've listened to the Statera design principles, we don't go crazy on owner suites because you're going to spend most of your time there with your eyes closed. So buy a really nice mattress and live in a smaller bedroom. Yeah, nice mattress, nice closet. It's all about the closet. So that's something to think about. Whereas the kitchen... Yes. I mean, the kitchen's a thing. Big thing. Because you're going to meet people down here that are just like you. They move down here and no one has to work the next day and everybody wants to have happy hour. Um, And so you're going to find all kinds of fun people to hang out with who uh, have the same interests as you, and you're going to have this social activity, and you're going to find out that all this social activity always is in your kitchen. That's exactly right. So, you know, think about the kitchen, right? Because you have a budget, so you only have so much money you can spend on a space. Yeah, where do you want to spend it? Spend it where you're going to get the enjoyment out of it. Not necessarily thinking always about resale, resale, resale. I get that. But at some point, you want to kind of enjoy the season and know that, you know, you're going to be able to resell it. But you're going to spend a lot of time in this house. And so you want to have that space. Sure. And let's even talk about one slightly even more difficult. First, we've had to tell you about the budget. Then we've had to tell you how to design your house and that you're going to have to make hard choices. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about all those bedrooms that you want to build in your brand new house 
for all of your adult children yes, and grandchildren. For them to live with you. Right. But you don't want them to live with you. <laughs> you want them to visit. I, that's just the thing. You just want them to visit. You just want them to. And let me give you the other depressing reality. They're not going to come as much as you think. That See, that makes me sad, though. It what does. if they do? There are some families, right? There's tradition. There's right. summer. There's right. summer at grandma and grandpa's. And, and there is. But like everything, that summer at grandma and grandpa's, which I had, was a season in my childhood. That as I got a little, when I was younger, grandma and grandpa weren't up having me up for two weeks. When sure. I got a little older, mm-hmm. they were having me up for two weeks. And then when I got a little bit older, I didn't want to go. Right. And so my point is, you know, and that was the 70s or the 80s. And I guess it was the 80s. Um, and for me, that was a season in my life when I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. And there was a season in my life when my family went to my grandparents' house. And that season was was short mm-hmm. in, in the span of an adult life. It was a big thing in a kid's. And so, yeah, you want that giant space for the holidays and for the gathering. But as the children get older, the grandparents don't be aren't the center, aren't what their their social life is orbiting around. You have to get into their orbit. Right. So and you might not need four extra. Right. Measures. So if you're if yeah. you're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred and fifty thousand dollars blowing out this house so that everybody can be there, mm-hmm. um, you know, look, that is noble, and yeah. but I don't know that it's wise. Take another look. Because they're not going to come okay. like you think they are, and they can. The kids will sleep anywhere because it's close to the beach and it's free. Um, and if you make it too comfortable, they might not leave. And that's as problematic as them <laughs> not coming. As you know, much as air you mattresses have really they come a long nice, way. No question. Really. So we just want you, again, we want you to think through um, the space. Because we, we run into it all the time. Well, I need a separate suite for my three grown children to all have their own bedroom, their own bath. And then I need a couple extra rooms for their kids. And mm-hmm. pretty soon you're building a beach house. Right. And you might as well just rent one because you can rent one for a week of the summer in Rehoboth or Dewey or wherever. That's And that's going to cost you less than it's going to cost to blow up your house to make it fit all those people. Because then you have to clean that. You have to heat it. You have to cool it. You right. have to maintain it. Forget it. Just right. rent the place for it. And I know that sounds crazy, um, but there's a ton of great big houses around here. And, and that makes more economic sense when you're downsizing than it does to have a house that accommodates all these people. Because what you've done, if you do that, is you've turned around and you've built the house you just lived in. Mm-hmm. Just, you just moved it. Right. And, and you know, you got to make sure that that fits right. your season, your finances, all these things. You right. know, well, you, you really could say, hey, look, I really want that $6,000 smart oven that has, like, artificial intelligence that tells me when my chicken's done. Mm-hmm. Or a bathroom for my grandkids. <laughs> Let me tell you where I'm going <laughs> to land on that because your grandkids aren't listening to this podcast. Oh. Get the oven and make them walk down the hall. <laughs> just do it. That oven is awesome. I guess you just have to buy into it. You have to buy into downsizing. You have you to. You do. You have to make the conscious choice because it's different. Right. People hate change. Right. It's a change. It's a yeah. big change. Just, and so since people are uncomfortable with it, your default position is always going to go back to what I know, back to what I know, back to what I know. The right. problem is, again, it's July. Mm-hmm. Don't dress for January. Sure. Right? Yeah. And that's a big thing. And we really want you to have the courage to do that because this season of your life 
can be super fun. Yes, and you deserve it. Right, because you're going to build this new house, and let's say you build a new house when your kids are little, and, the, and as soon as you let them in there, it wasn't nice anymore. <laughs> right? Well, now you can build one, you can keep it nice. Yeah. Right? And you can manage the damage of your grandchildren. But the grandchildren are great. You pump up a bowl of sugar, you give them back to their parents. It's over. I feel like you're speaking out of experience. I'm s- soon. Okay. Soon. My okay. granddaughter's not quite old enough to pump full of sugar yet, but the day Aww. is coming. And that's how God balances the scales for whatever my parents did to my kids. <laughs> so anyway, so I we hope that that's hope, an entertaining look, and it's certainly some information to talk about how to downsize, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I guess if, if we sum it all up is do a lot of prep work yes. up front. Right? There, there's a lot of planning. Do a lot of planning, have a lot of conversations, ask a lot of questions. Second of all is design the space that's going to make sense for you. And that is how you live and your budget. Yes. And how you're going to live as this season kind of evolves for you. And yeah. you know, if there's anything else I would sum it up is, hey, be a little selfish. Yeah. This is going to be your house. If you design this house around your kids uh, who live 150 miles away, you're going to be disappointed right. because they're not going to come as much as you think. Right. And you're not going to be in a space that you love. And so since you have a budget, spend the money where it makes sense for you and for your life. Sure. Your whole life you've had that selfless role because right. you had to. And now it's time we can tell you to be a little Do selfish. Do it. Yeah. Blow your kids' inheritance. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Do it. <laughs> don't do that. What are they going to do? Yell at you after you're gone? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, we got to sign off. Okay. So anyway, we hope that you have enjoyed uh, and learned a little bit. Uh, this is the Say You Want to Build a House podcast. I'm Scott Daly. And I'm Jackie Kowaleski. And just roll over into the next episode. Binge us. Yeah, keep We're going. Great. Don't stop now. Next. So You Want to Build a House is brought to you by Statera Homes. Statera Homes is a craft home builder in southern Delaware. This builder finds value in working with you to build a home that is the perfect fit for your lifestyle. Statera truly sets themselves apart from other builders in the area. To find out more, visit their website, www.staterahomes.com. That's S-T-A-T-E-R-A-H-O-M-E-S.com. Or call their model home at area code 302-329-8881. That's 302 302- Three two nine eight 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 one. Music from this podcast was by the band Defining Parallel from their recent single Painted Lives. Thank you for listening to So You Want to Build a House. To stay updated on the most recent episodes, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you found it to begin with, or check out Statera Home's website, which is again www.com. S-T-A-T-E-R-A-H-O-M-E-S dot com. Thank you very much.